Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Tell your chico pit boomers to 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, and on the go on any device. It will always pick up right where they left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. Start listening with a 30-day free Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. Visit audible.com slash Jedi Council or text Jedi Council to 500-500. That's audibletrial.com slash Jedi Council and start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook. Start listening with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free. Visit audible.com slash Jedi Council or text Jedi Council to 500-500. And if you want to check out a book, why not check out Why We Love Star Wars, The Great Moments That Built the Galaxy Far, Far Away, available on Audible now. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
Well, we woke up this morning and Obi-Wan was still on our minds. Dan and David pray the deal was altered. And we look ahead to D23. Collider Jedi Council starts right now. No singing this time? Didn't want to sing. Damn. In the last take, he sung. Welcome back to Collider Jedi Council. This is a show where we talk about Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to talk about that today for a full hour or so. A lot of great things happening, and D23 is right around the corner. It starts tomorrow. There's going to be a lot of news, whether it's TV and film, and what a council we have today. We already talked. You already saw Ken Knapsack up top, and we'll talk to him again. But today, not only does he run this entire shabazz here at Collider, what does he do? He's the co-host of Rule of Two. It is the Dark Lord of the Sith. He is. Lord Fernandez. How are you, sir? How are you? <laughs> good, I'm good. I like Lord Fernandez. Yeah. It's usually Lord. Mark Sidious, you yeah. know, but we, we, we haven't used that in months. I don't, I don't take your tricks and trinkets on other shows. This is, this is, this is our show over here. Right, good. I'm, I'm happy to be here. This is my second uh, Jedi one. Council. First with me. First, first with, with you. Yeah. First with you and yeah. first with both oh, of you. Yeah. There you go. Last time it was me, Riley, and Dennis. It was like a Molly yeah, yeah. crew. So let's yeah. just get right to it. Fitzpatrick. Rosen, who we got? <laughs> Rosen all the way, baby. All right, I'm Rosen with you all too. the way, baby. All right, so we're not going to talk about that. We're not mm-hmm. going to talk about Bachelor in Paradise, but we will talk about Star Wars. And Ken, there's a lot going on in movie news, tons of stuff. Anything you want to talk about before we oh, do yeah. that? Hey, Christian, yeah. you know, usually you're the one pissing people off all on the this time, show. Ken. Did you get to go to Not Scary Farm? I did go to Not Scary Farm, and fun. I've been a fan of Not Scary Farm <laughs> for over five years. five years. Five years. You earned that trip Thank to Not Scary so much. Farm. I appreciate it. Oh, a lot of fun. Stop at the chicken place up front. Hey, you know, last week I, I was uh, joking around, and I, I offended a website. I do want to apologize. The crew at Cinelinks, their editor, Jordan, stepped up, and he defended his crew, which is what I would expect a leader to to do when some jackass on the on the YouTube screen uh, the says something on the YouTube screen, right. yeah, uh, yeah, that's I do apologize. I, I don't know. I don't, you pay, don't attention. pay attention. To I don't any pay of attention to these sites, right. even if I'm on them with their podcast. I don't pay attention to who hosts the podcast. I can vouch me. for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, uh, but Have you heard know, of Collider? Uh, not really. <laughs> no, all right. not really. Uh, Frosty parked outside, waved at me, and I was like, "Who's up?" Ah, who's that? Hey, Frosty. Right, right. So, anyways, I do bump? sincerely. I know what you, you work hard. You get a scoop. You call your sources. You call the studio reps, you call the actor reps, and you get denials, and you run the story, and then some jackass makes fun of you, I would be upset too. So, apologies. Hopefully, hopefully accepted, Captain Nita, and I'm dead on the floor of the Star Destroyer. Very nice of you. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about Star Wars movie news. There's some stuff that's going down. There's a lot of predictions I think that we're going to wind up doing here, because Saturday's the, the feature film thing at the, the D23. That's, well, I don't know if it is. I don't know if, the, if Saturday's the big day. I think Friday's going to be the big day for Star Wars. I think, obviously, Saturday might get a trailer for Episode Nine. That'll be a big story. Mm-hmm. But, man, Friday, mm. we're possibly... I mean, Mandalorian trailer's coming. We think Obi-Wan is going to get announced. You television think, do you series. really think? I do. I, I do. I think that I all these leaks and all this stuff is happening because we've known that the Obi-Wan thing has been circulation for over a year and a half. I'm telling you, yeah. a year ago, yeah. I... Someone told me, here is what's happening. There was a script done. It was but a we don't, script we done. Don't, yeah. We don't do the scoop game here right. on Council. So, I mean, there's things right now. I know you and I could say that get, right. could get us some clicks and headlines. We, we, we celebrate Star Wars here. We don't do that. Or tear it apart, right? Is that what you do? I no, hear, I hear no, rumors no, on no, the no, internet. No. But, That's but, what I hear, but, Mark, on the but, internet. But, but speaking of tearing apart, I do want to build something up. And I want to build up. Harloff. Thank you. Because oh, yeah. um, I've been obviously clamoring for this Obi-Wan thing forever. I mean, this mm-hmm. is like, this is for me, Obi-Wan truly is my only hope. And um, when the whole movie thing was falling apart, Christian was the first one who told me, I think that they're going to do a series out of it. And to mm-hmm. me, at first, it didn't seem like it made a lot of sense. But he did say he stuck to his guns. He's like, they're going to do a series. They're going to do a series. And I'm like, Obi-Wan, you and McGregor, it's so big. How can you make it a series? So he was the first one that told me about a series. And now that I think about it, was that sourced? That was not sourced. No, I, that was no, no, gut, I swear to God. Pure no, no. gut instinct. That was, it, it, this was like five months ago. That, that, that made sen- it, it made sense because of everything happening with Mandalorian and, mm-hmm. um, and Cassian and all that. It's because now because I was convinced they were doing a film for a very long time. And then once Disney Plus really started to go, I said, well, you and McGregor just did Fargo. Yeah. And won a Golden Globe yeah. for it. Yes. And listen, we've had so many actors on and actresses yeah. on Clyde Live, and they've been saying the same thing. TV is, at, is in a golden age right now. TV mm-hmm. is in a different place than it was five, ten years ago. Movies are feature films. I mean, excuse me. TVs are feature films now right. where you get ten episodes. It's like a ten-hour feature film. And 
if you, I would much rather, as a fan, watch 10 hours of the story of Obi-Wan in a limited series Same. than a two-hour movie that they have to jam everything in. So this makes a lot of sense. Now, as far as are they going to show it at D23, I think this is the same thing that happened that happened with Taika Waititi. Where Taika Waititi was announced that he was going to do Thor, and it leaked, and they were going to announce that at, at Comic-Con, and, it, and it, this, it got spoiled. I think the same thing. I think if you were on Friday and you didn't know what was going to happen, and they said, we do have a series that we're going to announce here, mm-hmm. and Ewan McGregor came out. That is such an impact. Now, people are going to be waiting for it. Most will be excited. Though, to be fair, a lot of people in attendance will be like... Maybe we have never know. heard this rumor. Right. We don't know. We're right. in this bubble too, where uh, I get it. Yeah, and I that's I I, I hope it's announced because I I've really been wanting this series for a long time. I wanted the movie, uh, and I, I thought that they were going to do this a couple years ago when an alleged screenwriter of the project texted one of our friends and said, "I'm going to be at D23 to announce a new Star right. Wars film. You want to show up?" And it didn't happen. Right. So uh, that's how long I've been waiting for this. And I agree with you. He, he stuck to it. I think I stuck to it. But you know, we just talk about the dolphins all the time. Right. Right. Um, but. I'm so curious why you love this series. You love this idea. For me, look, and you and I are both big Game of Thrones fans. I know you yeah. are as well. Yeah. And Game of Thrones has left a gaping hole in my heart. You know, there's, 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 I used to look forward to that so much. Even when the show wasn't in season, you still had the hope mm-hmm. that someday you're going to see a brand new episode of this stuff. Um, I really do think, and I talked about this on Rula 2, for me, this, this Obi-Wan series is like my private resort my my uh, my 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 refuge away from all the Star Wars crap that sometimes I am a little bit cynical about. I can wrap myself in a blanket of Obi Wan Kenobi uh, indefinitely, you swaddled know? in Obi. Yeah, and, and like we, you know, there's so many great storylines from the whole thing of Vader of you know he once thought as you did to understanding why uh, Leia knew so much about Obi Wan. You know, because she yeah, was yeah. very, very aware of him. Sure. So, you know, a Bail Organa is in the mix. Maybe a young Leia is in the mix. You know, all, all the stuff that you can do with him learning the crate dragon calls, you know, in, in Tatooine and all yeah. these things. I mean, there is so much stuff. Give me 10 episodes for five years of Obi-Wan, and I will never need another Star Wars movie. You can keep all your Destroy the Past stuff, and I will just, you know, warm myself You're up. Ready. In the bl- this this yeah. speaks to the, the to the hardcore OT fans also, and the yeah. prequel fans. Yeah, now, yeah. one of the things it. that you could see, and this is the thing that, why I stand so strong on the Vader part of it, because not once ever did it say that Obi-Wan was on Tatooine from Episode 3 all the way to 4 that he never left. Right. right. They never said that. Um but I think it just depends on where they're going to set this thing. I agree. I think out of all the people that you mentioned, I think the most realistic person to show up will be Jimmy Smith and Bail Organa. I think that would be great because it's set up in Rogue One. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. set up in Rogue One at the end when he, when he talks about that he's, uh, your Jedi friend that he's, that he's got over there. He's still, he's still in communications with him. And it was also set up from... Yeah, and Yoda tells him, more training for you I still have. Mm-hmm. And that's the question I have for you. Oh. Because this is something that was brought up. Yeah. In a certain point of view, the novel. Yeah. During the scene when Luke goes back to discover Owen and Beru, Obi-Wan's talking to Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Jinn, the, yeah. force, the Force Ghost. Claudia Gray wrote that, yeah. Any shot that they put that into TV canon here and make Liam Neeson have an appearance as Qui-Gon Jinn? I think absolutely it's possible. I think uh, the, the from a certain point of view collection, anthology of stories, has the it's canon, it's treated as canon, but it's also, I've heard some things of like, eh, it's also just a celebration of 40 years of, of New Hope. So some of it, I don't know. I haven't got the official word. There's some great stuff in there. Check the story, Eclipse by Madeline Rue. It's the final moments of Bale and Breha Organa. It's tear-jerking. It's, it's so impressively uh, just, uh, it's one of the best things in Star yeah. Wars. That is also one of the best things. I, I think... It's not established when Qui-Gon first appears to him. That was he's getting better. He's getting bigger. It, it, it describes actually kind of pulling himself back together. Well, that's it's, not the first time. That's what I'm wondering. So, yeah. so you could have that play. You know, like you said, the training. Maybe, maybe it's Obi. Look, Yoda's I can't still hear a possible him. character as yeah. well. I mean, Yoda's, Yoda's in, possible. You yeah. said Young Leia. I'd, I'd never I, really thought about that. Yeah, Young Leia. I. I think Young Leia is a big, big opportunity. Yeah, um, um, Joel Edgerton, uh, maybe Bonnie P.S. Yeah. as as, as Baru and, and uh, Owen. I'm not on board for the Leia thing because it, because I'll tell you how it connects really nicely. Yeah. There's that obviously that incredible scene in Empire Strikes Back where there is another. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a discussion that maybe has been going on in the background. You can see 
how you can weave a narrative to make that scene mean something different with a really good Obi-Wan series yeah. where he, because he knows that Leia is over here and Luke is over there. Right. You know, so he's obviously watching out for Luke, but he's obviously still thinking about what's going on with Leia. They wanted to keep them so far apart from one another. That was the one thing. But the other thing is, I always got from that conversation, and it's not to say you're wrong. They definitely could yeah, do this. But I, I think that conversation for the first time is like, you once served my father in the Clone Wars. It seemed to me that that was the first time she was even contacting him. Mm. That she would, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, That's not a definite. That's just what it seems like. Because yeah. I, the other thing I said it on Collider Live the other day when I talked about when the last time, uh, or when he says you're more mach- he's more machine now than man, right, About in regards to Vader. Now, obviously, that could have meant from when he encountered him on, in Episode 4, uh, because that's the first time we think that he's seen him since Episode 3. Right. But then again, how did he know? Because he, when he left him at Mustafar, he thought he was dead. He thought he was dead. Otherwise, well, you're just going to leave him to burn? Eh, you'll be all right. Maybe you'll forgive me. Come find me when you heal yourself. It's like he thinks he's dead. So well, he was dying. I don't know if he said, like, if he said he's dead. He was, no, he, he, was, he was inevitably going to die. Right. Well, that's what he thought. But so he does. When did he find out that he wasn't dead? How does he find out? I mean, that's, that's, that's huge. And, and does that's, it and burn, that's its soul, burn his soul? Obi-Wan's right. soul. Did I fail? I right. failed. And I've never accepted that he would be out there. I think there is a... A journey to from Obi Wan from Sith to Hope of and stopping off at the Rebel series uh, that campfire that fight with Maul. There's right. so much great stuff. How does he get to that point? I'm sure he's he's and how does he get from you were the chosen one to now it's your son? Yeah, which is an interesting point of view and how he gets to that journey too. There's a lot of things and it's it's not just going to be Obi Wan at at the bar though. I'd be great if and it's almost, just right. six episodes of him drinking. You will have adventures in Tatooine which could <laughs> yeah. be fun. Side adventures, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I I think I always hear you guys are speaking my my uh, Arabish here. I always hear oh, I don't want that just him him on the desert. Now there's there's so much story with this yeah. character to swaddle yourself in as you said, Mark. Yeah. Uh, it's comforting. Yeah, yeah. I look I'm very excited about it. I I do think uh, to to, to just to riff on your point for one second, how does he find out that um, that Vader's still alive? I think he finds out through Qui Gon, because Qui Gon's entire mission was you must train the boy. It's his last. It's his dying words. So poetic in that moment in uh, the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. and that's all he wanted. He was gonna die. He's got one thing left to say to, to you know to his to his Padawan. Tells him train this boy. This is the most important thing to me to leave behind. And I think Qui Gon comes back and 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 tells him your job is not done. You failed in your job. I have more training for you. You gotta go you know, bring balance to the force through Anakin. He's still alive. That could work, but I also think that there's something to be said that he's on he's on Anakin's home planet. So he's mm. Obi Wan is very strong in the force. Mm. There could be something where he's walking around and he feels it. He just feels it. Maybe agree, maybe, yeah. maybe walks by Anakin's old place or where the, where they did the pod racing, and there's a callback to the prequels, and and he and he senses that is that is Padawan and his friend is still alive, mm. and he's like, wait, and and now he's conflicted because he's supposed to watch over this kid, but the kid's father's still alive when he thought he was dead. So if he go if the whole if the whole adventure and idea is I've got to go find my friend now. And find my friend and bring him back because I owe it to this kid. I owe it to myself and I owe it to the Jedi Order. I could change it. But when he goes back, he's getting the Vader that Ahsoka runs into in Rebels. Right. And that's, and that's the problem. Which, which, which would be great. Here's, here's my last thing I'll throw in there that could be a total like, blow-your-noodle type of situation. Let's say that, 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 that point zero 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 one percent chance that the Ray theory is true about Shmi the time thing? travel. Mm-hmm. Okay. What would that do to it? You know, to a. Uh... I, I would be. I, I, yeah, I'd probably. I'd, I'd mentally shut out. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 talk about Ray going through world between I'm worlds. Uh, and my man Riley back there. You, you feel me on that? Like that? Like oh, like all of a sudden now Shmi can wield a saber. I, that was one of the. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the dumbest theories I've ever heard. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I, look, it, it's, I can help you. Yeah. I was meant to help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one. Point zero 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 one percent chance. Okay, um, but the other one that, that was brought up, there are people who are. Who are DMing me and telling me, like, Maul's going to be in this thing. Darth Maul's going to be the villain. It doesn't make sense. And people are like, well, Vader makes sense, but Maul doesn't? Yeah, it doesn't make sense because I just brought up the canon stuff where Maul has been hiding and trying to find out where Obi-Wan is. 
He's trying to find out for the longest time. He's building up, building up. The rage and the anger is building up to find Obi-Wan Kenobi and find where he is. And he finally finds out in Rebels where he is. And he goes to go get him. And then he gets killed in the process because it, 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 it dies in his arms. Th- that's what it happens. Dies in his that's, arms. that's the mission. Compassion versus yeah, vengeance. And some say, well, they can retcon. They can retcon that. And they're not going to retcon yeah. Rebels. Yeah. They're not going to retcon yeah. Rebels, especially in TV Something when so Filoni well. has such a heavy. There's no chance so that Maul is, a, is Does that also zone. eliminate Ezra? Ezra at that point no Ezra doesn't meet him Ezra right, right. meets, Ezra meets him, him yeah, Ezra on the on the yeah, yeah he says and, Ezra's name for the first time right. yeah he, it, it shocks Ezra that he knows him but we yeah, also don't know how far along we are in the time period it because could be 3 years it could be yeah, 3 yeah. to 5 years and Ezra's only whatever 5 years yeah. old at that point so and how old and how old's Luke right is Luke, yeah. Luke would be the same age Luke would be like 5 or 6 years old so are we dealing with that because I don't want to get too close to when Luke is 19 like, you know, yeah, close yeah, to like, yeah. like 10 is where I think our limit is. You know, I think that's then, good, yeah. I also think that if we're doing that Vader storyline, because if we're not, it could be any time, but if we're doing that Vader storyline, then you don't want it to be too far past Sith when he finds out, because then he's just, you don't feel a signal, you don't feel anything about that this guy's right, alive right, for right, like right. five to ten years. Yeah, look, listening to you talk, I agree that there's lots of challenges, but there's also lots of opportunities. And look, and ultimately, when you're making a TV show like this, you do have liberties. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, Lucas took liberties with the original trilogy. Certainly, um, the folks now took liberties with everything else so there's always going to be some creative liberty but man i can't wait because i know that i feel the passion that you and mcgregor has for this character Yeah, absolutely you've been wanting to do it for a very long time yeah and i feel the infection that he can bring to other people that have incredible passion for this somebody that hasn't been uh, spoken a lot about but somebody who will never miss an opportunity to say he wants to return to star wars is samuel l jackson Right. You know, um, there there could be a situation there, you know, where Sam Jackson knows Vader's alive. Maybe it's Sam Jackson. You know, look, uh, in Star Wars, if you he don't see the revenge, I'll tell you that. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, look, maybe anyway, I, I'm just getting now. I'm just getting excited. Sam Jackson <laughs> in Obi-Wan, Cineflix, yeah. post it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We we obviously respect you guys. We love you guys. All right. So um, <laughs> we move on to the next one. Ken, what do you got? Uh, hey, uh, last week, I believe, uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff uh, uh, signed a big deal with Netflix. Super, super deal. This is what creators want. This is what J.J., this is why he came back to nine, to show he can close something out, get a big deal. Uh, we see uh, a lot of the Shonda Rhimes, Ryan Murphy, Greg Berlanti get these big deals. They got it. And Dan and uh, David have been in the crosshairs for a little bit now. Uh, you can love them. You can hate them. Uh, we're not getting into – we don't need to get into discussions about any of, of those issues. It's just they, sometimes they're a little bit of lightning rod for opinions. Um, they're in this little story, reading on, the, on the, uh, the Hollywood Reporter. This story just has a little aside, and I'm going to bring it up here so I can uh, uh, get it 100% right here. Uh, it says that they – and this is the, uh, the, the story of them covering the deal. Uh, they said um, – Oh, gosh, it just went off my screen. Well, look, dude, yeah, I know that it's been off on my I got it. Yeah, right. uh, he, got it he got it. He got it. We're back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not going to take 10 years. Netflix isn't going to wait. They're not worried about the Star Wars schedule. And the pair is writing a treatment for a Star Wars trilogy and is committed to pinning at least one of the films. The original ideal was to write all three. So it looks as though the deal was altered. Again, I always say we're not in those meetings. We don't know. But altered how? I'm sorry. I'm not... Well, they're they're originally, originally their trilogy. trilogy, they were going to write, maybe not direct, find some other director, something like that. But now it might be them doing the, the treatment. Maybe they write a script and a couple others are handed over to other people. Oh, really? But th- so, so, so they wouldn't be involved in the sort of EPing of it? We don't know Just, yet. Uh, no, they wouldn't in that regard. G- kind of overseen it from a distance as they start to work on other projects. Well, and this kind of brings Again, in another Just. Qu- Conjecture, we don't know this, but this is what's been going around. Well, this brings another question, I guess, the same one that we asked for, like, Obi-Wan. Which I guess we didn't put a bow on Obi-Wan real quick. But before We'll jump right back into the story. Put a bow. Obi-Wan, is it going to be announced at D23 tomorrow? Um, I am leaning towards yes. Will Ewan McGregor be there? I am leaning towards yes. Ken? I am going to say 60-40 no. 60-40 no. Like, it's close only because I really want it. Yeah, me but, too. I'm an optimist, so yeah, like, I want it. I want yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you too, but I, I'm going to say no. I say 70-30 yes. Okay. I think because... To both questions? Yeah, to both. I think because um, the leaks came out way too close 
to the actual event that it was, it was planning to come out. There's been talk. There's been no denial on Disney's part True. or on Lucasfilm's part yeah. at all. They've been radio silent about it. Normally, you'll hear like, oh, no, 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 nothing's being said right now. There's been yeah. nothing said about yeah. it whatsoever. And look, and you'll be there. Yeah. So tune in to Collider yeah, we'll for be, coverage we'll all day long t- uh, tomorrow and Saturday for this stuff. Tomorrow and Saturday for sure. Um, so, yeah. So that, now jumping back into the Benioff and Weiss stuff, that leads into my first question mm-hmm. here. Saturday, the feature film stuff. I think it's going to lean heavily on, obviously, Marvel um, what's happening in the next phase? Because the same thing that happens on Friday, you're going to get a lot of the, the Marvel shows on Disney Plus, right? But if we get news at all about Star Wars, will it be just the trailer for Episode Nine? Will it be a behind-the-scene featurette, or or end Benioff and Weiss? At least what they're doing and what the movie will be, because we're looking at twenty what twenty twenty one when the first movie is supposed to come out. So normally you, you, would, uh, you would get what movies are you know about it, at least what it is, what it's going to be. Untitled Star Wars Project, sure. But do you think we're going to get any news about the Benioff and Weiss stuff or just the trailer or nothing? I, in terms of the Benioff and Weiss stuff specifically, I hope we get some news on it. Um, I'm, I'm excited about the Benioff and Weiss thing because um, you know, there's been speculation that it's going to go far, far back to the birth of the Sith and the birth of the Jedi. And I think that that could be very exciting. Even though I know the last season of Game of Thrones got a lot of heat, to me, it was probably the most cinematic of all the seasons. It was absolutely gorgeous. You know, even though it was highly condensed. It the was hound in, in the mountain alone. Man. It was incredibly beautiful and powerful while you were experiencing it, mm-hmm. even though it left you wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not going to doubt these guys, you know, so I'm excited about it. Do I think they're going to announce it or, or give more details on it? No, because I do think they're going to go for Obi-Wan. I do think you're going to get some Mandalorian stuff, and I do think you're going to get a lot of Episode Nine stuff. So, you know, like, they might mention it, but I don't think they're going to be there or there's going to be any details on it, in my uh, opinion. I mean... What do you think, Ken? So how do you- 100% agree yeah. with him. 100% agree with him. Uh, number one, I absolutely... I trust these guys. I, I've, I, I know they've, they've... Other than previous work, they've done one show for 73 episodes, and I've seen that in there like the other deals are big Rhonda uh, Shonda uh, Shonda Rhimes uh, Ryan Murphy everyone's done a ton of shows at once and everything I get that critique but it's 73 movies that they have made uh, with their team so I I, I have no reason not to trust them right now Um, but I I think I think this and even the proposed the still on the table Ryan Johnson stuff I think you're not going to hear about it until after 9 is out I think they want to wrap up the Skywalker saga and then look forward so where I stand with this is that I think it's one or the other I don't think it's both meaning Meaning, you're either going to get an Obi-Wan announcement on Friday as their new thing they're going to announce, mm-hmm. or what Benioff and Weiss are doing on mm-hmm. Saturday. I already told you I think 70-30 on Obi-Wan, so I think this is very slim that we get any news about this whatsoever because I agree with Ken. I think that the focus is going to be heavy on Episode Nine. Yes. I think that – I don't know if we're going to get a full trailer because the, what they've been doing for over nine? the past – yeah, over the, what they've been doing for Nine over the, or for the movies over in the past is – you show the the big trailer and or the first trailer in like April, and then you get like maybe you get like a little featurette or something. And Monday night football. And then Monday night football, you, you yeah. normally land a big trailer, but maybe they switch it up this time because of D twenty three landing. And it's in so August. close. It's right around the corner. It's so, so close. Yeah, so I I think that we will see a trailer, and I think that you're going to get a lot of the cast uh, out there, and I think even Mark Hamill will actually show up this time because he wasn't at Star Wars Celebration. So um, I think there's going to be. A lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, a lot of the footage. It'll be very similar to what they did at Celebration. It's like a lot of talking about what the hell was going on. And, hey, you guys want to see something? No? All right. Oh, okay, you do. Show it again. <laughs> like that type of thing. That's, that's, that's right. I'm with you. I cannot stand panels. I, it's, panels it's are the most boring thing, thing over and over again. There's never a show. It's like, put Give a me show. a show. Give it's me a show. A big hall in front of thousands of people. And Colbert like, was great, but most panel hosts are boring as, as right. hell. Josh yeah. Gad's very good. Josh Gad was great. Conan was good at Comic-Con with, uh, with Hamill. Ooh, Conan, yeah. Conan's an entertainer, right. man. Conan, like, Conan, Conan did the It Co- 2 yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. It's a lot of them are like, hi, I'm an author. So they cut his show down to 30 minutes. Yeah. Poor Conan. Well, but it's just, yeah. you know what? It's like the panel stuff. It's it, When you're in a hall like that, it's like, you know. And this is hall D23. They're new. This is this is like the, come check it out for the first time. But. What they have done in the past is put on like big presentations, yeah. and they've done and like where I think it was a couple of years ago, The Rock came out at one point, and they yeah, yeah. went for Moana, and I remember Adina Menzel came out to sing "Let It Go" for the very first time. Mm-hmm. No one had ever heard it. So, well, that almost was a disaster. Reflexes, um, but. <laughs> 
You look like Qui Gon grabbing yeah. Jar Jar's I tongue. I know. They got the you tongue. must have Jedi reflexes. I know, but they. Uh, I think they're going to do something big like that, especially in D twenty three. But you have to be very careful with the with like the moderators. It's like, so what was it like working with the droids? <laughs> you just put everybody to sleep. Yeah. But I think that they've been better with who they've been getting lately, especially yeah. at the at, at Comic Con and That's Celebration. Insane. Yeah, and this is Saturday morning. We're talking about the, the, the go behind the scenes with the Walt Disney Studios, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. It's not just Star Wars, like you said. Right. Marvel's going to be big, big there. Uh, all, all their future there. films. Not there. Yes. Yeah. Remember that, though. This is also the first presentation that they've done since they've acquired Fox. So what other movies? Well, it's so funny. I was just looking the next day, Sunday, 10 a.m. They got a Simpsons thing. And I was a huge lifelong Simpsons fan. I'm like, oh, that's right. Right. And and so that's that's the thing now. (laughs) So now you're putting two hours like, will there be announcements about? I mean, we're on this show, obviously, talking about all the Star Wars stuff. That could be quick. They could be 15 minutes. have X-Men announcements in there. Yeah, it could be super quick. X-Men. It could be what are they doing with Deadpool? What are they doing with all these movies that they bought? Or new movies or new things. that Meet our new character, Spider-Boy. Yeah. So let me. um, (laughs) Spider-Boy. Sorry, sorry. I I almost took us on a tangent. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, Yeah. but that's. No, but that's. I like your tangents. They're fun. Um, Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, finish your tangent. My, my quick tangent, just to go back to Obi-Wan for one second. <laughs> yes. Um, there was also a report on that same article that, yeah. that Ewan McGregor was slated to direct Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan. yeah. Oh, the, the show or the movie? Yes, oh, okay. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys Wanna think, see think that he will direct? Like, if I were to just ask you, like, an a, episode? Or multiple episodes or be heavily involved part of in the that. deal? Why not? Yeah. Why not? Because he's directed he some to. movies, right? Yeah, I, I, was, I was just bringing up his IMDb Bryce to double Dallas check what Howard. he has. Is directing, is directing. Yeah. and she's never done a big feature film. Right. She just happens to be a massive Star Wars fan, and obviously, you know, being the daughter of Ron Howard certainly helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. His, his his credits are very slim in terms uh, in terms of directing, but that, again, yeah, you're right. Like with Bryce Dallas Howard, of he directed American Pastoral in 2016. But I'm down. He knows the character. He knows what, what he wants to do with it. When yeah. I heard that, is because I saw the original Cindy Link story, or you know, and when mm-hmm. I heard that, is what actually made me think that the story was true. Yeah, because that that little angle of him directing. Makes a lot of sense to me. Well, yeah, I thought it was true immediately because this this has been this has been in the circulating forever, and it went from being there's a movie, they're going to do a movie, they're going to announce the movie, the script's done. Oh, we never were going to do a movie. It's not going to be never going to happen. It's gone to because Star Wars Newsnet was the first one to break that they're starting to talk about this thing for a TV show. Yeah, and, in February. Yeah, yeah, in February. Uh, uh, yes. Was that what got you I in just trouble? Know. No, oh, I just okay. know why. I know why they broke that in February. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But 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 they have so but they broke that in February, yep. and then that's when talks have been started. Like the contract, him signing the contract, that happened a long time ago. Yeah, that yeah, happened yeah, a long yeah, time yeah. ago. He's been talking uh, to them for a long time ago. And it, wait, if you're going to lock him down to do the feature film, which they were going to do, you sign a contract, right? Um, and he's been locked a contract. It's a matter of. What what can we do now? It's, there's another contract that could also be in afterwards of now that the series is locked down. Now that you're going to be set to return, here's what we want to do. Like you said, we're going to have you direct a couple episodes. We're going to do that. Maybe there's a new contract that comes out. So yeah. there's things that, that it's going to need a, a a powerhouse showrunner. Right. It's going to need a big time showrunner. Now let me right. ask you another question about Obi Wan. Like, last one, I promise. No, I, you can make this yeah, the Obi Wan hour for all I care. <laughs> it's it, one of my all time favorites. One, is it a limited series? Like some yeah. of the stuff we've heard yeah. on yeah. Marvel, or is it a show? No, I, I, I think you lock this series. thing. You lock this thing out. Ten episodes or six episodes, and you're done. 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 Oh man, don't tell need. me that. I, I think that I think that's all you need. I think that is all you need. That's that is that's because. Because you you want, making... like, season three, Obi-Wan opens up a dry-cleaning business yes, for a year? Let me try something different. Let me have appointment viewing every Hulk. weekend to, to, like, get, like, really well-developed Obi-Wan stuff. Uh-huh. You can go forever with it. I think you have six to eight hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six to eight-hour movie. It. So, so it's a limited series. It's I, a mini-series. If you... It, it depends really on what you're gonna, part, it just depends yes, on yeah. what you're going to focus on. Yeah, yeah, there's no nothing confirmed at all. It's just, it's, yeah, just gonna, it's your guess. My guess of what I think, if you're going to go to that Vader route, if you don't, then I think then you, you have a better shot. I think you have a better shot. If it's not Vader and it's not, then you maybe have a shot to do more seasons of it to where you just age with him and he's, and he's going to be going through all this stuff and there's different adventures that happens through tattooing, through other places. But if it's the Vader angle... Then you can lock that up in six to eight episodes. Yeah, and, and it'd be just, epic. It'd and, be epic. And you end it with, okay, now we know that he's back on the planet looking over Luke. Take us to episode four. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, this could be the series that all of us prequelists can wrap ourselves around and, you know, hug ourselves in. Because you can get Hayden back in there. 
You can get Sam Jackson back. I'm about Hayden. You don't need him. I mean, I look, need him. what's the best? Like, like Rebels has two scenes that everybody always talks about. One is Obi Wan slicing Maul. Maul, and the other one is Ahsoka cutting Vader's mask yeah. and seeing Anakin's eye. That's true. You know, so there, there's a lot of there's a lot I'll, of power I'll tell you this. there. If, if there's an actual face to face confrontation with Obi Wan and Vader, I would love it to be Hayden Christensen. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know you would too. That would be great. Yeah. Remember when we saw him on that ride and we screamed at him like thirteen yeah. year olds? Yeah. yeah, it was great. <laughs> I was ill. Yeah, was Ill yeah you were sick from was, Star Tours. Oh, Fernandez, Fernandez is going, hey! Hey! Yeah, it was crazy. I, I couldn't stop. It was so much fun. It was so you much love fun. You saw some Hayden. Hayden, yeah. this on the ride. <laughs> Get me away from that screaming lunatic. Um, Good memories. Anything else going on in the in the world of movie news? Uh, yeah, this is a I mean, story. the Benny F. Weiss thing is the yeah, big thing we're talking about, one. D23, Mandalorian. Mandalorian, the Friday is the thing for that. Trailer, right? What are you expecting from that? Uh, is it something different that we saw at Celebration? Something more? Something finished? I don't know if they, they might. Maybe they show that scene again. For mm-hmm. people who were the Werner Herzog scene, yeah, I think that they're going to show that scene to the people who paid for the D twenty three tickets that didn't see it at Celebration. But I also think there'll be an official longer trailer for everyone because we are mm-hmm. what two months away. We're close, baby. Uh, we're close. Like two and a half months away from Mandalorian. Crazy. So there'll be more. Mandalorian's going to get the majority of the love um, from from the Star Wars side of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if it's right. Obi Wan. At all, but I, maybe that's at the very end. I don't know. I don't know how they, they'll do that. But I think Mandalorian is going to be the, the main focus. John Favreau will be there, I'm sure. You know, yeah. um, and this is three thirty tomorrow, which is crazy. I wish it was in the Disney morning. Disney Plus showcase. Well, you time to go to Bubba Gump around the corner on, uh, what is that, Catella or Harbor? Come no, on. Are you like, going as well? I, I have a wonderful event, actually, I'm attending in my hometown uh, yeah. that I've been talking about, so no, I won't be there. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to be there, though. I'm, I'm really looking forward to both Friday and Saturday because I want to see what's going to happen with Disney+. And Plus. season two already started, right? Season started two started shooting, started from what shooting. they say. Yeah. So no, I, I, I don't know that. I think Favreau said he's been working on Working on it? Is yeah, that what it is? Stories and stuff like that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But either way, they're confident enough that they're going to they're going to yeah, yeah, season. But so already we're going to. Ha- I wonder if they're going to talk about Cassian at all. Uh, you know, that's another. I know you're not excited about that, but I. It depends on how they do it on Cassian mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think you're looking too heavily into just the character of Cassian because we know kind of what he's yeah, done. Yeah, right? we've talked about it. Yeah, my my thing with Cassian is I think that if you explore his earlier years that he was a separatist, his family were or his family were separatists. Family, yeah, his yeah. family was separatist. You have a very Great opportunity to explore the Empire side of things in this series on a back and forth side, the way you did like Battlestar Galactica. And if you did that and you do what they do so well in the novels of showing the human side of the Empire, I think it is a it is a great, great opportunity. And I think people just because Cassian was a character is like, okay, yeah, he was cool, it's Diego Luna, but he didn't like stand out. I think people too hung up on that. I think that that time period and what it could all become leading into it could be I think it's your series. It's, this it's is one I, of the well Take a the, I mean, this, if, if Obi Wan's on the table, I'm dying for Obi Wan. But yeah, I, I love the character casting Andor. After it expanded and reading a lot of the uh, other material, uh, he really started to stand out. I think Diego Luna's great, so uh, right. I'm excited for what it brings. I talked about you got the Imperial side. I want him to be in some spy meeting with uh, you know uh, Infus Nest and Saw Gerrera yeah, like right. this, right. Uh, or just him struggling with like, wait, my, my my family was on kind of one side. I was six when this battle started, but now that side's the good side. What like there's a lot of stuff there. Plus. A spy thriller. Give me a Star Wars spy thriller. I think what they're able to do with this show yeah. is basically what they did with Rebels, but do a live action. Yeah. It now becomes that it's it's what it is. It's 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 the re- it's the rebellion. It's people joining, but it's the darker side of it. And I think you're. I I I'm going to make a prediction. And I think you wind up going. Wow. I I hope so. But look, for me, my big beef with all of this stuff, even Obi Wan to a certain extent, is that art, movies, franchises, all these things that we love have to grow to survive. And when you grow, you head into the future, you know, and you have the MCU. The MCU, every single narrative of the MCU has pushed a story forward, right? You have that one aberration of uh, Captain Marvel in the, ba- in the past, but everything else is like, what's happening next? What's happening next? And with all the talk of destroy the past and the manage expectations and all this stuff that Star Wars has thrown out there, there's very little strategy about what happens to the future of this franchise in terms of the narrative timeline that we're all familiar with, right? Like, the the timeline evolves, right, from Old Republic to where we are now with Episode Nine. There should be more focus 
in what happens after episode nine ends. And right now, when you look at the whole landscape of Star Wars, it's all here and here and here, like expanding outward, but it's not going forward. You and know, to me, that's a big concern. Oh, see, it's not a concern of mine at all. I, I, I happen to like that they're going to stay away from after episode nine for a while because I have not got a chance to see a lot of Jedi and Sith wielding lightsabers. I haven't seen a lightsaber fight since episode seven. Like, <laughs> I'm with you on you that. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think like I want to see and, 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 and uh, lightsaber on lightsaber fight. I want to see the more about the force. I want to see those things. And not that you can't do that after episode nine, but I think that if you go back and show me the old Republic stuff, which they're going to do, you can explore that, create new characters, do all this stuff. And you don't need to continue on to familiar you can, characters. You can create almost an alternate, not an alternate timeline, because that's not what I'm trying to say, but it's so far back in the past. That, there's no comparisons, there's no expectations. Right, right. And, and you can use all the brand pillars to really expand yeah. the storytelling. Yeah, that's... I agree with that. But I also think that Star Wars is like a tree, and it needs to keep growing and blossoming new flowers. And I do think that like they have a responsibility to have a vision for what happens after Episode Nine and start to sort of give us little tastes of it. But why do you need that now? Novels or, but, but or... why do you need it right now? Like, you know, like, I don't need it right now. I don't right. need it right now. I don't think that you're never... Because... But it worries me a little bit that there is no kind of discussion or plan for it. Yeah, they've got episode or, or, or nine faith. out, though. Yeah, yeah. I know. Nine's not even I know. out. There's a lot riding on yeah, nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nine's not there's even out yet, so you don't, know, you don't know where it is yet because yeah. they might very well have plans for novels and stuff afterwards, too, but we don't know what the hell happens in nine. Right. Oh, oh, oh here's another one. Are we going to get any Ryan Johnson talk at D23? Do you think yes no. or no? Zero no, chance. No, I don't, I don't no, think zero. I don't think, no that, chance. I don't think yet. He's starting, to, uh, he's starting to talk about it more in the, during the press for Knives Out. Yeah. Uh, talk about kind of what you talked about, about having the freedom to go and, and how fun it is to go beyond the legacy characters and, and get to the essence of Star Wars. So, but I think it's too soon. Oh, you're going to see his – because if we think that Benioff and Weiss, those movies they're working on – because there's two rumors, by the way. The rumor is one that we think that it could be, the, and that was really speculated by us over here, that we think that it could be the, the formation of the Jedi and the Sith. That was right, the origins. That's story. that's what it could be. That's what we we thought Which on this sounds show. Sounds awesome to me. But the other report that was coming out was that it was the Knights of Republic adaptation. Which, which I think would be which even better. Which I would be even better. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen. I would love for that to happen. But either way, that seems to be the opinion of what that is next. And if that is the case, Ryan Johnson's movies aren't going to see the light of day until like 2030. And that's like... Right. I'll be 91. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Unless they start going back well, to one they, year. They put that, yeah, they put that release schedule out and had three films over the, what, six years? Yeah, it was, so, it was 20, it was yeah. 20, 22, 24, 26. Oh, wait, 21. It was 21, right? I thought it was 22. Because it was every two years. Yeah, so but 20, it was like they're going to take 20 and 21 off, I believe. Is that what it is? Sure. I uh, thought it was 21. Yeah. It, let's, let's say it's 2021. Riley, fact check! Yeah, can we actually check the, the Mark release, Riley, the fact release check. schedule? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wise, first one? Just the Star Wars release schedule. So 2021, I think it was, and then it would be 2023 and then 2025. So that means Ryan Johnson would be 2027 if that was the case. Wow. Or the exact opposite. That's, yeah. Uh, I, the, unless they go back to... We're going to dump in a couple. We'll yeah, do 2021, thing, Things obviously change. Things change going into yeah. this. Things change out. Um, I'm making fun of the, the Spider-Man thing. But, you know, that's, that's something that's still ongoing, by the way. I think that's going to work out. But, like, yeah, it, it's possible. They can yeah. be like, ah, cool. A lot's riding on nine for a lot yeah. of reasons. Is that everything inside of movies That's and kind TV? of it. Uh, we got canon. Uh, not much in there, but there's something we do want to talk about. So let's go to it. Do it. Come on, do it. What's the deal, Kevin? There you go. Now you feel like you've actually been on Jedi Council. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Riley? Yeah, 2022, 2024, yeah. and 2026. I went to pizza. Right. You owe You're me right. a pizza. I'm hungry. You want to get some pizza? Uh, maybe. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what's going on? What is the deal with Canon? What's the deal? Uh, first thing, this actually kind of came out today. I saw it online. Uh, online, the internet, trust it. Uh, Mar the Marvel mainline is ending in November with issue 75. This is the series that launched to record numbers in uh, 2015. The comic book series that everything else has kind of not sprung off, off directly, but uh, this is an ongoing and it's coming to an end. It's, 
it's been it was great early on. Uh, Heather Antos and Jordan D. White were kind of uh, the editors in charge, and then they 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 left and then uh, were gone, removed whatever story you want to believe. And it's 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 had its ups and downs, peaks and valleys. You've had vampire possessions, rock people, but you've also had some fantastic stuff, uh, stuff that I, I've written about of, of of Vader discovering Luke Skywalker was alive yep. and his son. All these kind of things are there. So it's it's interesting. I think though it, it ties into kind of what you're saying, like all going to nine, and then we'll start looking after that, yeah. maybe. Uh, this leaves Dr. Aphra as the only continuing Marvel Star Wars comic line, though that they have a lot of five-issue runs uh, and, and one-shots and all that kind of stuff going on right now, like the Age of series. So, that's that. I know you pulled off uh, at some point. You weren't reading as much. Yeah, no, the, 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 both the comics and the books I've, I've held back on a little bit, too, I think, like I said, because I haven't been... Uh, it's, I, want, I, want, I want Until I see Sloan or somebody kind of start to pop into these things and they start to tie them together, and I think we have a much better chance of that happening now that these TV shows are coming. I think you have a chance to see these characters that they can use from books. And But I did like the Afra stuff that I read. I did like all those things for sure. I um, I liked Afra when I saw her uh, show up in the Darth Vader comics, yeah. um, which I read um, all those comics about when, how, how he gets his, uh, his lightsaber crystal and, and, and all those things. And I actually thought she was a very interesting character. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really followed up with her standalone comic series. Um, yeah, with with me and the books, um, I've actually been reading the Bane book. And did you did you the first the, one? The what first one. And last night I just got to the part where uh, he starts experimenting with battle meditation. Oh yeah, which to me was a huge part of why I loved Heir to the Empire so yeah. much by Timothy Zahn was that you know uh, Thrawn was trying to recruit Saboeth. To, to use battle meditation yeah. as a, as a that's weapon. That's what Bastille has in, uh, in Night's Soul Republic. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway. Um, Do you like it so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look, it's, it's slow going, you know, but I'm Sweet. reading like maybe 20, 30 pages a night and yeah, stuff like wait. that. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, it starts off very strange, but now it's starting to pick up, you know, because he's just like it. a worker, like it's yeah. a mine or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but now it's picking up, and now he's learning battle meditation, so it's, it's tying in. I know that I'm way off topic No, here. it's all right, though. That's... But, but um, you know, that, that's what I've been uh, enjoying myself you, with recently. You own the network. If you want to make this <laughs> Collider Obi-Wan, we're doing it. Obi-Wan, I can't wait. Please, oh, <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, the Afro series oh. is good. It's, the Afro series is totally weird. It's yeah. a totally weird series, but in a great way, and there's not a lot of pressure to Phil Cannon, it's just this character on a right. wild adventure, and it's a very popular character for a reason. But um, yeah, she came out of that excellent Vader series. So yeah. uh, I want to go back to the the Benioff and Weiss thing. Okay, now that it's twenty twenty two, no, I don't think we're going to hear about it at all on Saturday. Gotcha. I thought twenty twenty one. I thought we had a better shot. Twenty twenty two, no, they, they, they still have time to develop. There's no reason. I thought that within two, we get two years. What's the movie? It's three years. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe no. a celebration. Yeah, and I think you're right. Maybe. They're going to focus on nine. A lot's um, writing on episode nine. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get to uh, let's get some Twitter questions. Ooh, we are going to go to you guys from the Twits. And we're going to try to find out if there's any questions out there that you want to ask us. You have hashtag Collider Jedi Council. We've gone through them. We're going to read them. Ken, what do you got? All right, uh, I'm going to ask this one uh, from a, a fan, Will McLean. We met him in Houston at the live Shimoda event out there. And I think you and I have, we've said this before on the show, so I want to see if we're synced up here, Christian. Uh, surprise characters could be cameos that we could or would like to see in The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Well, if we go, and, and personal bias uh, aside, I think Bo-Katan would be awesome. We, we said that about a year ago. A year ago. And right? we were... Yeah, I mean, she's a Mandalorian. She's been in the Rebels and stuff, too. Just, Filoni's it's, protective it's, of his characters and stories. Um, I don't know if Ahsoka could show up because of the timeline, right? I, that, I mean, again, she could maybe, be maybe not come anywhere. Back. Yeah, I don't, I don't could see be. it. Could be. Um, I think uh, Cad Bane would be interesting because Ooh, the, that would be great. we just don't know yet. They, they won't answer the question. He'll show up. But we, they don't answer the question of Cad Bane's dead or not because in the official canon scene... That they didn't air in the show that they were supposed to, but they released but it as an official canon. Boba Fett shoots Kane, uh, Cad Bane, and Cad Bane shoots Boba Fett. Boba Fett lives. That's why he's got the thing on his helmet. And Cad Bane, we don't know. We just see his feet kind of up in the air. So what happened? Did he survive? Mm. I'd love to see Cad Bane. I'd be on board for that. I, um, I'm a big believer that at some point the Mandalorian is going to start to focus very heavily on elements of the Force and how the Force is affecting this world. And even though, like, I don't know if Canon would allow it, if he's too old or this or that, Quinlan Voss is somebody that 
Um, you know, we we saw very briefly, like for like split second. Yeah, we in don't the know what happened to him. We don't know what happened to him. People asked that he survived Order sixty six. Yep. We don't know. He could he could be out there. Um, but now that you mentioned Bane, um, it makes me think about all those bounty hunters. Um, you know that 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 you get, and Bane would probably be the one that I would want to see the most. What's well, a question though, too, when you bring up someone Ken like Quinlan Vos, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a Jedi and you've been hiding out forever since Episode three. And then the Empire goes down. And you're like, wait, who took him down? Wait, who's Luke Skywalker? Is Jet wait, is Jedi Master? What wait, what? Oh, oh you know who would be incredible? Mm-hmm. My my number one choice cross my fingers would be for Asage Ventress. She's, well Yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. I would spoiler alert uh, for everybody here. I wouldn't hope that more. <laughs> okay, well spoiler, spoiler, wait, I'm, no no no, I'm gonna say spoiler for, for you guys right now. I'm gonna give you for, for Asage Ventress, whether or not There we go. Okay, hold on, here you go. Yeah. Okay, you've been warned. She's dead. She but died. not but not in Clone Wars. She died she died in, After, the, yeah. in the book, book of the um Dark of Dark, It was which was an episode of Clone Wars that they turned yeah. into a book. Uh, Quinlan Voss, by the way, very heavily in it, go, almost goes to the dark side, but she, yeah. she she winds up dying at the end. You should read that one. Dude, yeah. I just yeah. got like weird. Yeah. Like, you cry? Don't, yeah. Mark, don't cry. She did. So, that's all right. Oh, this is a Star canon book? Yeah. It's canon, yeah. It's, it was, it was George Lucas' daughter. Yeah, uh, Katie Lucas really? had written yeah. a lot of scripts uh, uh, for the Clone Wars. Yeah, not the book. She wrote the it was, it was an issue, and Christy Golden took yes. a, uh, adapted the scripts into a, a great novel. Quinlan Voss, Asajj Ventress. It's a great Dooku. underrated book. Yeah, it's right, underrated. Those two characters were, are the ones that, like, if they throw yeah. this in the Mandalorian, but so one's dead and one might be too old. Yeah. You, right. should, you, so should you should read the book. You should read the book. Yeah, but yeah. it would have been good. Um, but we What's the book kind of, called? Dark, Dark Disciple. Disciple. Dark Disciple. Dark and it's Disciple. all about Asajj? It has everybody in there that you love. Yeah, right. it has everyone in there. Like Sam Jackson or, or, or Mason. No, it's Windu. just got Sam Jackson. It's just Sam it's Jackson. Just Sam <laughs> he narrates the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great Yeah, it's novel. a great one. Uh, anyway, okay, so uh, what about you? Uh, I've, been, uh, I've been the Bo-Katan train for a long time, too. I think this series is about rediscovering identities, and I think the Mandalorian is rediscovering who he is as a Mandalorian. Um, that's the, the scene we saw with Werner Herzog passing across the, the, the Mandalorian money that's now you know, imperial yeah. money, essentially. And, oh, this, it's funny. This should belong back to you, and I think there's going to be a lot about that. Um, uh, as far as Cam- Cad Bane, I'd be, uh, whether or not get the answer right. or not, uh, Dengar, man, Dengar. Dengar shows up in a lot of stuff. Right. And Dengar's kind of a you know, slovenly Dengar. I'd like to see someone like that. Uh, and then maybe some scattered uh, Imperial remnants, maybe some names we're familiar with. Well, you know. What's his face? From, uh, were they just stuck in the uh, Honda? Hondo, yeah, yeah. Hondo and sure. would make a lot of sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. He make, That's he, what I was going to say. That. Yeah, he yeah. makes a lot. Well, he, what about my boy Dexter? No chance? You love that, dude. Dexter Jetster? Yeah. I'm good with that. I'm I'd like that, that idea. Too, right? I love Dexter. I, wanna, I like C- Dexter, too. CGI for me. Well, they're shooting in the volume. I think the whole thing's going to be like the Lion King. So uh, <laughs> I, I think I think Dexter pulling up his pants would be a good idea. Yeah, so, I, well, we're gonna find out yeah, soon. Star Wars is so much fun to hope, and then when yeah. you actually see it, it's like it's those things. What yeah. does it deliver? I'm that, excited you know? though to see what because for a perfect example, when they showed the, uh, the the little scene at celebration, there's little things for OT people and that, that love it. You just you start like or just Star Wars fans in general, you start like, cheering because there's little things inside of there that. What's what's the thing called uh, that pops out from Jedi? From it's a complicated droid name. It's like yeah. EV seven dash. I don't study for you. Well, like in the Jabba's yeah. Yeah. I don't it study for the trivia yeah, yeah. shows anymore. But, so uh, but it pops I got out. defeated. Yeah. Uh, well, but it pops out in the in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. And like when you had that whole conversation yeah. with him. Yeah. That's like a little geek stuff. I think you're going to see some of that in these new trailers. Absolutely. All right. What's next? Uh, Andrew Perlmutter. At a mutter, uh, with the superhero genre being redefined by Marvel Logan Man. and the Dark Knight, Star Trek with Tarantino. Do you think Star Wars will follow their footsteps and hire a A class auteur director? I'd love to see Alex Garland, Taylor uh, Sheridan, uh, Alfonso Caron. Uh, who would you like to see helm a Star Wars story or a series? That's the answer right there. Yeah. Because if you look what they've done just with The Mandalorian alone, Taika Waititi, Bryce Dallas Howard, all I mean, the, the, the amount of directors that they got, I want to see Ryan Coogler do one. Mm-hmm, I want, you know, mm-hmm. I want to. I think Ryan Coogler doing one of the Obi Wan episodes. Come on, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? So there's so many directors out there. Uh, Andy Muschietti. Let's see what he can do with the with the Cassian Andor. When there's mm-hmm. so many different directors that I think because these are like these feature films now for Disney Plus, they treat them like that. I think you're going to see every possible director minus the Quentin Tarantinos or people yeah. or, or Nolans. You're going to see a lot of people doing. It opens uh, it up. Yeah. yeah, then especially three different series. 
Riley and I have chatted about this a lot on Rula 2, and I have two directors that I would go for right away. Um, number one would be Chad Stileski, um, the director of John Wick and John Wick 3, and um, he worked on The Matrix and Captain America Civil War. I, I loved John Wick 3. I loved the balance between the artistry and the poetic nature of his journey, kind of like very, you know, Odyssey-type stuff with the action and the fact that it's very hero-focused. So I think Chad Stileski would be amazing. And, and another one is somebody that you turned me on to who I didn't really know too much about, but I've been really getting into his work, and that's Matthew Vaughn. Oh, yeah. You know, I think Matt Vaughn uh, could really have a lot of fun with Star Wars. Cause I, 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 He's supposed to do Episode Seven. Was he? Oh, yeah. He was, he was up. It was him, Brad Bird. Is that, is that real? 100%. It was him, Brad Bird. He was very high. Rumors are that Alan Horn isn't a big fan of his work um, because of Alan Horn's like a super family guy and uh, Matthew Vaughn's a bit risque. But, uh, but, but Matt Vaughn is an artist when it comes to really creating operatic action scenes. Yeah. And, and I think that Star Wars ultimately, that, the, that's the brand DNA is how do you orchestrate action to the highest level, push the boundaries of the technology to the max. And Matt Vaughn, I mean, you know, he's awesome. I mean, yeah. whether you like the second uh, Kingsman or not, it's directed impeccably in terms of the action stuff, you know. Um, and Chad Stileski, if you guys haven't seen John Wick 3, it's a friggin' masterpiece on the level, in my opinion, of like Mad Max Fury Road. It's like on that level. Um, so, yeah, those two guys would be the first two I would go to. Matthew Vaughn would be great. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see if that's a, a possibility. He's working on a whole bunch of other things right now. But, you know, things open up because of, of these new series that you never know. Who would you want to see? Kevin? I mean, I, I don't know director's names anymore. Uh, just like I stopped playing yeah. uh, paying attention to baseball players' names after 95. Um, <laughs> but with a series on Disney+, Plus, hear me out. He's busy and he's working until he is probably going to go into the grave. What would Spielberg do in Star Wars, kind of like Lucas wanted a little bit with Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Uh, remember the rumors he directed the part of the lightsaber fighting Sith? Yeah. Um, give him like a Disney Plus something. Spielberg and Star Wars. Old school author. Well, think of the headlines, yeah. the headlines alone. Yeah, Maybe. just to see yeah. what it could have. It'd be a nice yeah. show on the on Yeah, the I know we want young and this and that. It's not new. I get it. I just like... Well, you're looking at over 30 hours if you yeah. look at... Well, yeah, look at season two of Mandalorian. Look right. at Obi-Wan and look at Cassian. That's close yeah. between 22 to 30 hours of, uh, that you can yeah. get. For, you have 30 hours that you, you can fill with different directors. Yeah. Um, and my dark horse would be Mel Gibson. <laughs> Probably not on Disney. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding, even though yeah. Mel Gibson is a great director. One of the best. He's a great director. Yeah, but great I, don't, director. I, I don't think you're going to see him doing Star Wars and not on Disney plus anytime soon, for sure. Um, okay, let's do one more. One more. All right. This is for you. Okay. We're going to go back to the beginning. Yeah. Alagard underscore 83 says, what are your biggest expectations for the Obi-Wan series? Mine is him communing with Force Ghost Qui-Gon to continue his training as Yoda mentioned the end of episode three. So I know we talked a lot about it, but I want you to end with your little Obi-Wan blanket around you. What really are your biggest expectations? I, I want Obi-Wan to teach me a little bit more about the Force. You know, um, mm -hmm. I saw the Matrix uh, a few days ago. Uh, they did a very nice event for us. Um, where they showed us this remastered version of it, and afterwards they announced, you know, oh, like... Oh, you they, know, announced it, they announced it at the thing? Right after the thing, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, That's awesome. But Did you lose your mind during that? I, I lost my yeah. mind, but um, one thing that I noticed about The Matrix and Star Wars that connected them together for me is when, when, when Morpheus is telling Neo about The Matrix before, when he's offering him the red and the blue pill, it's very reminiscent to when Obi-Wan is telling Luke about the Force. You know, like, it's similar little monologues, yeah. you know? I'd love to learn more about the intricacies of the Force through Obi-Wan. And I know that, to some degree, this is kind of where Lucas was going with the new trilogy, mm -hmm. supposedly, right? Like, diving deeper into the nature of the Force. But if, if Obi-Wan is going to be communing with Qui-Gon... Um, I'd love for Obi-Wan to learn new things about the Force and somehow have those things taught to us through the show. It sounds a little bit weird, but... No, it doesn't. I, I, I've, I'm similar, but I want to see Obi-Wan challenged because he's not this serene dude that we know in episode warrior. four. He's a, but he's in a episode great warrior. He's coming off of being a soldier in this traumatic war, losing his best friend, living in a comfy city... 
Right. Being one of the top guard to a nomad on a, on a planet that is hot. Having an open tab at Dexter's Diner. <laughs> right, right. Because right, right. right, Dexter was yeah. his best buddy, yeah. you yeah. know? Right, but they have, but he's, so he's got to be challenged. He's got to be, how is he coping? How is he dealing with it? How, like, he, he stops calling himself Obi-Wan. He's now Ben Kenobi. They don't call him Obi-Wan anymore because, like he said, I haven't gone by Obi-Wan all before, since you, before you were born. So he's Ben Kenobi during this series. Right. And it, it's, it's learning to be Ben Kenobi. He's got, I got to see the challenge. I have to see the, the, the struggle. Yes, the force. But the question is, how much of the force? What is he going to use it? Does, he, does being part of the force open himself up to being found by an Inquisitor? Does he have to fight an Inquisitor? I think he will. Himself? I think he'll fight an Inquisitor also. 1,000%. So, Ken, what do you think? I love the idea that, again, uh, it's, it isn't going to be Obi-Wan fighting pirates in the desert. That could be part of it, and that's been done in other stories. I, I do love... What you're talking about. Imagine this guy. He is, I always say he's kind of a poster child for the Jedi Order. He, he has a little bit of Qui-Gon's rebellion. He, he, he disagreed a little bit, but he accepted Qui-Gon's mission in the end. And he goes and does what you're supposed to do. And then it ends up that he's now stuck on this desert planet with this one task. There's a lot of shame in what he did. Is he questioning the Jedi Order? Is he like, did, where did we go wrong? How are we here? How is Yoda out there? Uh, there's the idea that he believes now Luke's the chosen one. How does he come to the decision? Yoda, as they deal with him from a certain point right. of view, is like, yeah, I want to train Skywalker. Uh, the Leia Skywalker kid, that's my choice. Right. Obi-Wan and him fight over that a little bit later on. Where does that come into? And, and yeah, just how does he adapt? How does he become Ben? How does he, he deal with what the Force what the true purpose of the Force yeah. is in his life versus yeah. I was part of a, a big organization that failed. It's like Anakin says. I mean, he's as powerful as Master Windu and as wise as Master Yoda, you know, and that's a, that's a really interesting character. And, right. and he's got a mission. He's got a mission to watch over the son of Anakin Skywalker. He's also got another mission given to him by Yoda. What am I supposed to, what new lessons about the Force? Um, you know, and he's got to deal with the Krayt Dragon. If you ever played Star Wars Galaxies, which obviously I was a huge nut of, the crate dragon is probably like the most important animal in that game. And seeing a crate dragon alive and well is going to be incredible because we've only seen the crate dragon uh, bones mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. A New Hope. Um, maybe, you see, maybe you see how that one dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you see how that one dies. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So we're Obi Wan. Just I want thirty minutes of him practicing his crate dragon scream. The race. <laughs> co- uh, yeah, which one? That's it. It would be great if they if they go with the old one first and go nah, nah. and then he goes <laughs> and, then, and then he does the uh, the drunk NASCAR fan. <laughs> All right, that's our show for today. Thank you guys for joining us. I would like to thank our guests for today, Lord Fernandez. That's right. Where can Lord they Fernandez. where can they find you on um, uh, the, wherever the hell you can find? Look, you, you can find me every Monday. Riley and I try to go live at five p.m. PST. Um, Rule of Two, where Riley and I just talk Star Wars for 45 minutes. And oftentimes we will name the show something and not get to the topic until the 52nd minute. And uh, the listeners have been actually tagging when we actually start talking. And I think the earliest we've ever gotten is like 43 minutes into the show. So anyway, tune in on Mondays, Rule of Two. You just described Clara Live. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, Riley, and I. Uh, talking Star Wars. Ken Napsock. That's awesome. Uh, you can follow me at Ken Napsock. Go to KenNapsock.com. Information on my book, Why We Love Star Wars. And as I said, this weekend, I will not be at D23. I will be in my hometown of Royal Grand in California at the Clark Center for the Performing Arts as part of the Central Coast Film Society's presentation of Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. I'll be there, Q&A, hosting, signing, selling things, hawking things like a used vacuum salesman. It's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, I'll be in my hometown. Uh, for me, at Christian Harloff, Twitter and Instagram, like Mark Fernandez said, I will be covering D23 for Collider tomorrow and Saturday. So make sure you check out on this channel all of my coverage from the stuff that I see from Disney Plus um, and for, for possibly the trailer for Episode 9. So stay tuned to all of that to make sure that we retweet all that stuff and post it. The whole nine. And also, if you got a chance, I'd like to thank Mark Fernandez. Also, is very generous. Tonight, we're doing the live stream of the Shire Wolves versus Corruption that he is allowing us to use the Collider Studios live from the Collider Studios tonight, 7.30 p.m., the SchmodownLive.com. What do you got? <sighs> 
tough, man. It's the Shire Wolves' very last match. Last time they're playing. There's no way they're losing. That's you, my opinion. You got the Shire Wolves? Yeah, there's no way they're losing. My team corruption, man. You are coming out We're walking out with corruption. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I give slight edge to the Shire Wolves. my eyebrows for the event. Let's do it. Either way. But thank you, guys. And we will see you very soon. We're going to see you next Thursday. We're breaking down everything that we see at D23. See you next time. May the force be with you. Always. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.